On today's episode, we're going to take a look at two companies reporting earnings this week, and that's Lyft and Uber. So let's get started. So like I mentioned, right, two companies today, Uber, which reports Thursday after close and Lyft that that reports Wednesday after close. Both both these companies are pretty much in the same market. So what we're going to do today is just take a look at stock performance, revenue breakdown, any recent articles, and a quick look at these companies' balance sheets. Before we begin, guys, don't forget to subscribe, hit the thumbs button, and hit the bell. It helps the small channel out so much, and I truly appreciate it. There's a lot of companies doing earnings this week, so post in the comments actually which one you guys want me to do. All right, so first we're going to start off with Uber, and Uber ended the day with 6% down and is currently sitting at $28.39. But let's take a look at its price from February 20th compared to now. This company is down about 30% and at all-time lows of March of March 18th, this company was actually down over 63%. So Uber definitely took a big hit. And if you picked up at the bottom and sitting at right now, you almost made about 100% gain. So congratulations to any investor that was able to pick up at those cheap prices. The reason we're going to take a look at Uber and Lyft, like I mentioned, they're both reporting earnings this week. But the same, the other reason is they're both of pretty much in the same business, and we wanted to see how the coronavirus was affecting this ride-sharing com- the ride-sharing company. As we know, one of the main reasons these companies are taking a big hit is because investors are uh, know that these companies are going to take a big hit with ride shares. Right now, there's probably limited amount of Uber ride shares going around. Same with Lyft. And that's the main way they, these companies collect revenue. So those are the biggest reasons. Those are the two main reasons why these companies are have taken such a big hit. So before we go any further, I want to take a look at the revenue breakdown of Uber. And the revenue breakdown of Uber is a bit different than the revenue breakdown of Lyft because revenue Uber does seem to have a little bit more forms of revenue than Lyft. And that's one of the reasons uh, some people are bullish more on Uber than Lyft. We're going to talk when we take a look at Lyft, we're going to see some of the other reasons that people might be bullish in Lyft opposed to Uber. So for the full year of 2019, which ended in December 31st for the physical year of 2019 for this company, this company collected about 14.1 about 14.15 billion dollars of revenue. This revenue is broken down into five sectors. So the first sector is rides, and this is just your Uber rides, your, your normal ride sharing. And this makes up 10.7 billion out of that 14.1 billion. So definitely close to Probably about 75% of this company's total revenue comes from rides. The next, the second next biggest is Uber Eats. So Uber Eats, like everybody knows, is when you can just order, you order food from your phone, Uber Eats goes, picks it up and drops it off to you guys. This makes up 2.5 billion out of that 14.1, out of that 14.1 billion. So about close to probably about 15% comes from Uber Eats. Then we have Fright. So Fright makes 0.7 billion out of that 14.1. So about 5% of total revenue comes from Fright. And Fright is pretty much, um, if you guys don't know, Uber has, if you're a truck driver, right? Let's say you're a truck driver 
and you want to be an independent truck driver you don't want to work for a company you can actually use uber freight and you can if you're if you own a truck and you have the proper licensings you can actually pick up jobs from from using the uber application we're like hey i need you to deliver this amount of cargo to this place and this is how much you get paid so that's what uber freights is and finally they have other bets they have other bets other bets makes up a very small portion makes up probably about close to one percent of total revenue and other bets includes like if you guys don't know uber has like the little mortars not the, the scooters bicycles and stuff like that that's where other bets will be found so that pretty much pretty much breaks down the 14.1 billion dollars of revenue and a few things that we can take we can take a look now at this revenue and see which ones are being affected and um and how so first we have the major impact of rides so uber rides right a lot of less people are taking less uber rides right now so they're gonna see this company has seen such a uh, a reduction in uber rides um orders and that's gonna take a big toll especially since uber rides are a big hit of it next uber eats uber eats i feel is gonna be pretty bullish even though the uber I, even though uber eats i feel like i think they're charging less on commission fees right now so actually maybe not so we might see a small incline increase here or maybe even a decrease in uber eats as well but just because the the company itself is kind of waiving some charges fine then we have uber freight so here is the trucking business i do think we're gonna see a, a bit of a boost here because right now with a lot more grocery stores needing more things ppe equipment needing to be shipped across states it might have actually helped out uber freights other bets which include the bikes i don't think many people are out there renting bikes to transport across places at the moment um so that's where i see uber's revenue breaking down now let's take a look at some of the most recent news for this company first is uber is now developing a form of technology to detect if the drivers are wearing masks they're now gonna mandate they have a mandatory policy if you're an uber driver you have to wear a mask and now they're creating some form of technology that you it, it actually could tell if you're wearing a mask and if you are it will allow you to take trips the policy is expected to be rolled out in the coming weeks and this is actually not too much of a stretch from what uber already demands from the drivers Every so often, Uber does real-time ID check on their drivers, and their drivers have to actually take a selfie when this is demanded, and it, it helps make sure that uh, that the that the right person is doing this is doing the order. So even with these with this mandatory mask, I think it would be something pretty easy to implement for Uber. Next, we have here on April twenty eighth, the CTO, which is the Chief Technology Officer is reportedly stepping down after seven years leading the company and the company is also doing going to expect a 20 percent job cut due to the coronavirus usually um things like this i think are big deals um and this would be a little bit on the bearish side when someone's as important as the as the technology officer especially one who has been doing this for seven years is stepping down I don't see this uh, as great news. This is something that will definitely affect the company uh, for, for the long term. All right, so next we're gonna talk a look about some international some international things that Uber is doing. So right now, Uber will now also do deliveries of essential items like like shop, like um, like grocery items, and they're working with Flipkart, and Flipkart is one is part of Walmart in the middle east area unfortunately um, not unfortunately unfortunately for the business right uh, it's definitely 
it's definitely a great thing for the people in India, but Uber won't charge a commission on the deliveries and drivers will keep the full built amounts. Next, this article is from April 1st, and similar to what we just talked about in India, Uber is doing certain th- groceries and pet supplies in France, and they're also doing it in Spain, in Brazil, and they're trying it all over the world. So it's just showing how Uber is developing. And I do feel like maybe something like this, um, especially for Uber, who already had Uber Eats, it was a little bit easier for them to implement. And I feel like if they do see some form of progression in the future, it's something that they have already developed and will be able to use for future growth in the company. So the next article comes in April 20th and Uber wins a $810 million federal contract. And in this contract, it means that Uber is going to do is going to be the main service for the general service administrations. They're going to be the ones that are going to provide the freight, um, the ride sharing. They're the ones that are going to provide the catering. So with Uber Eats and with Uber Rides and in the next five years, the government is expected to spend about eight hundred and ten million dollars on Uber. So just like we talked about how Uber is doing different plans in out in international in other nations in the United States is no different in April 20th. Um, Uber started some two new delivery services where they do like, and they're doing like grocery grocery deliveries. And this is right now available in 25 cities across the United States. So you can see how Uber is adapting through this. And I think that's uh, that's a really good sign for Uber's investors. All right, so next we're here on Seeking Alpha. And I like taking a look at Seeking Alpha for two things. First, expected revenue growth for this company. And second, for estimated earnings per share for this company. Let's take a look at earnings per share. Usually I like to invest in companies that are expected to make some money by at least 2021. Uber at the moment does not make, it's not expected to make any money in 2021. In 2021, two years from now, this company is expected to take a loss of 65 cents. But the great strength about Uber is its revenue growth. And its revenue growth is a growing company sometimes usually ends up not making much money at first or even losing money because they're spending more money on marketing and making sure they get customers because they believe that once they got those customers in the long run is going to be the best thing for them. This is something that Netflix does. This is something that any growing company is doing. So let's take a look at this revenue growth. First, we're here in Lacey FA and we can see the past revenue from 2019 compared to 2018. This company's revenue grew 25 percent from 2018 to 2017. This company revenue grew 42 percent. And from 2017 compared to 16, this company's revenue grew about 106 percent. So this is some crazy numbers that of revenue. And you guys might be saying, hey, but Uber just went public this past year. How do you have all this information? Even though Uber just went public, obviously they've been collecting information of their data because even as a private company, you should you still collect it for your private investors. But now let's expect this revenue. So like I said, in 2019, this company made $14.1 billion. Let's make believe December 2020 is going to be a complete wash for this company because it pretty much is. Let's compare it to revenue of 2021. In 2021, this company is expected to make $19.8 billion. So 14.15 minus 19.79 divided by 14.15 means this company is expected to grow for about 39% in revenue. And that just shows how strong of a company this is in revenue growth. Next, the final thing we want to take, I want to take a look at in Uber is just their balance sheet and see how, how, how they're going to, if they're able to survive. 
So first, let's take a look at this company's liability. And here, their liability doesn't seem that bad. They have about, actually, they have about $7.23 billion of non-current debt. And how much cash does this company has? So wait, let's just take a look. So $7.23 billion of non-current debt and about $200 million of current debt. That's about $7.4 billion of, of debt. This company has 12.07 of cash and cash equivalents. And then it even has a little bit more money of current investments. But to me, that doesn't matter. This company has enough cash and cash equivalents to technically pay off all its debt. And then one of the good things about Lyft and Uber is most other costs are pretty much depending on revenue. So if, for example, this company, its cost for revenue depends um, in how many rides it's doing. The less rides it does, the less it, 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 the less the cost of revenue it costs. For example, one of the major expenses for Lyft and Uber is insurance, and insurance is paid by the miles of of travel each company each travel does. So right now they're having less travel, so they're doing less miles. So it means their insurance is a lot less. So it's bringing down these expenses. So it's not like this company outside of this current debt and non-current debt it doesn't have really much more expenses outside of its other employees outside of its ride sharing right it has engineers it has customer service but those type of employees aren't part are, are pretty much i don't think are a big impact to that cash and cash equivalents so one thing out of the blue i know uber will be able to survive this coronavirus pandemic all right so next let's take a look at lyft and Lyft, let's take a start off with the stock price. And for the day on Friday, this company dropped about 10%, a little bit bigger than Lyft, a little bit more than Uber, right? Uber, I think, dropped 6%. I wonder why Lyft dropped a little bit more. Lyft dropped about 10%. And let's compare it to the same date of February 20th. Compared to February 20th, this company is down 34.8%. So this company is actually down a little bit more than Uber. And why do you guys think this company is down a little bit more than Uber? Um, for me, the only main reason I can think about is Uber, as we saw their revenue breakdown is broken down into a few different sectors. Unfortunately, Lyft only has one section of revenue that work, um, only one section of revenue. In their 10Q report, it shows that the only way this company collects revenue is from its rides from its rides on cars and its rides on bicycles, scooters, and all that. But at the end of the day, they don't have anything like Uber. They did not have, they just came out with something. We'll talk about that in a bit, but they do not, at this moment of their most recent 10Q report, they did not have any other form of revenue except ride sharing, um, every, except ride sharing. So the coronavirus is gonna affect Lyft a bit more than Uber, and that's why investors are more likely to believe that Lyft is gonna take a bigger impact compared to Uber. So here we're gonna take a look at now some articles. Lyft businesses were down 50% compared to same time last year in, in March. They dropped to below 80% compared to same time in April. And right now they're improving a little bit during May, but it's still about 75%. So it does seem like April was the biggest hit for this company, but it does seem like things are looking better around the world. So it does seem like markets is the economy is turning itself on by itself. So we see that 80 uh, April was the peak down, but it does seem like more, um, May is being a little bit better. Lyft on the one thing we're going to take a look at is Lyft actually has a way more balance, a better balance sheet than Uber. 
Um, Lyft has about $2.9 billion of cash and pretty much has no debt in hands. So obviously that's great news. Plus, like Uber, the company is highly viable cost structure, meaning that when revenue collapses, most of its costs disappear. For example, like I mentioned, insurance is Lyft's single largest expense with its cost of revenue in line, and it's per mile expense. So if miles driven are down big, insurance costs are down big. The same is true for credit card processing fee, which fall with the number of rides being taken on the platform. So this, again, Lyft right here, we can see Lyft is not gonna go anywhere. This company has enough cash in hands to be able to survive this pandemic. Next, same like Uber, Lyft is also thinking about cutting its workforce. 17% of the workforce are, are gonna get cut off and this will terminate about 982 jobs. All right, so next we're gonna talk about how Lyft launches Accenture Deliveries program. And this is one thing I feel like I would be a bit more bullish on Uber than Lyft is because Uber already has something like this implemented. And I think I've always wondered why Lyft never ended up doing something like Uber Eats. Um, now due to the pandemic and them taking a huge beat down from ride sharing revenue, they had to come up with something else. Right now, so then they're doing like food delivery process, groceries deliveries, and at the moment it's available in several large cities in the United States, including Atlanta, Houston, Orlando, and Seattle. All right, so now let's take a look here at Seeking Alpha, and Seeking Alpha is pretty much telling us the same thing as, as Uber. This company for December 2021 is not expected to make any money, so that's two years from now. So it's similar to Uber, for the upcoming years, this company is not expected to make money, but it does seem like every year this company makes a little more money that loses a little less more, a li loses less money than the year before, which is a good sign, right? It's showing growth in the company. Next, we're gonna see that this company's revenue is also growing at a fast rate, just like Uber. And here we can see a big difference between Uber's revenue. Uber, right, Uber collected about $14.1 billion in revenue in the past year. Lyft only collected $3.62 billion. So Uber is the money is the big guy around here. Uber is is about collects about four times more revenue than Lyft. Um, but Lyft is is like I said, Lyft has some great things with that balance sheet and no debt. This company, like I said, for in in 2019 made $3.62 billion. In, in December 2021, this company is expected to make $5.07 billion. And that again would give a revenue growth of about 40 billion, about 40%. And if we take a look at past growth in 2019 compared to 2018, this company grew 67%. In 2018 compared to 2017, this company grew 103% in revenue. From 2017 to 2016, this company grew about 208% in revenue. So we can see these companies are growing at a faster rate. It does seem like revenue in Lyft is growing at a faster rate percentage-wise, but that's because it's still such a small company compared to Uber. Usually, it's once you start collecting a big amount, bigger amount of revenue, it becomes a little bit more difficult to grow in percentage-wise. Um, but it, that's it. So. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. It definitely was pretty cool taking a look at both Uber and Lyft and seeing which one was better. In all honesty, I think both of them have great potential and both of them have bull, um, bullish and bearish cases. For Uber, what's bullish about them is I think they have, they're pretty much, um, they're a big company, right? They are way bigger than Lyft and they have different segments. They don't just have Uber rides. 
and uh, and that's that's definitely a good thing, especially during times like this. For Lyft, the, ooh, the bullish case that I'm liking is it's growing at a fast rate, really fast rate. And who knows, it can pretty much in a couple of years, if revenue keeps growing at these levels, it can probably catch up to Uber. And that great balance sheet, the company's balance sheet, it has no debt, which is pretty strong for, for Lyft. Opposed to Uber, even though Uber does have some debt, on the bright side, it does have plenty of cash to pretty much cover it. Both of these companies are going to survive during this pandemic. I don't see any of these companies going anywhere with the amount of cash they have. And um, actually, if I was looking for a high growing company, I right now am in Uber and I am a little bit more bullish on Uber than Lyft. And that's why obviously I have stock in Uber. But I, and I think I might continue to build up a little bit more Uber position as time goes on, especially after seeing that 6-7% drop of the day. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Let me know what you guys thought. Make sure to subscribe. Make sure to give the thumbs up and make sure to hit that bell. And also, please make sure to hit the comments. I'm asking to make sure to do all this. And like I said, I truly appreciate all the support from you guys. Thank you. Good night and see you tomorrow.